Thank you for joining us today for Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala, prophet, teacher, evangelist to over 64 nations, author, and senior pastor of Kingdom Connection Christian Center. And now let's join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Welcome to the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. You can listen to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on the following radio stations, 670 AM and 1220 AM. You can also listen online on the following websites, 670KLTT.com, 1220KLDC.com, and ctkradio.org. Also, you can connect with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries and on Facebook Live at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Subscribe to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala's podcast, Apple Podcast, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and receive Get Connected. Contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala via email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737. Now, it's time to hear the word of faith. Here is Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. I want to wish all America and around the world, congratulations for the successful transition of power. I want to thank God for this country. The enemy did all he can to cause chaos and damage to the fiber of the nation. I am grateful to God that I choose to be an American. <clears throat> Many years ago, I made a decision to become an American citizen. And it's the best decision I've made. This is a great nation. It's a blessed nation. It's filled with people of courage. People of, of, of extraordinary character. And I salute you. What America just went through in the past few months, as ugly as it is, or as it was, was necessary. And the reason I say it was necessary is that uh, it shows the other despots of the world that you can override the will of people. I came from Africa, where rule of law is something they are still trying to learn where election rigging, election malpractices are still very rampant. But Americans, you, you, you stood up, defend democracy, show the world, you led the world once again and you are leading. This doesn't mean whether I believe you are a conservative or a or, or, or liberal. That's, don't take my word to mean that. The fact that you had a, a transition of one government to the other, regardless of whoever may not be happy, is a great kudos to the courage 
of America. I say God bless America. To those of you that your party did not win, and let me say up front, I don't belong to any. To those of you that your party did not win, especially to those of you who are Christians, you are my constituent. Uh, let me be very clear and blunt. To those of you who are pastors who speak on behalf of God, this is not the time for you to behave like Jonah. In the book of Jonah, when God said Jonah to Nineveh, God said, I want you to go preach to the people of Nineveh. Jonah didn't want to go. <clears throat> you know what Jonah did? He bought a ticket and began to run towards Tashish when God was asking him to go to Nineveh. It's almost like God said, go west, and he decided to go east. Well, he met God on the high sea. And uh, he was swallowed by the fish, which I believe literally the body of Christ was swallowed by the fish for a few weeks in America. And uh, we were swallowed. And then we cried to God. You know what the fish did? The fish didn't take Jonah to Nineveh. The fish took Jonah to the dry land where he started. In other words, you can begin again. So in Jonah chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible says, And the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time and said, Arise, go to Nineveh and go and preach to them. The Bible says, And Jonah arose and he went according to the word of the Lord. I know many Sunday school teachers and some children's Sunday school teachers have said, The fish took Jonah to Nineveh. No, no, no. The fish didn't take Jonah to Nineveh. I don't know which Bible says that. Jonah went to Nineveh to obey the word of God in chapter 3. The fish too came back to the dry land where it's coming from. Now this is where I'm going. <clears throat> Jonah went to Nineveh, preached to them in Nineveh, and the people in Nineveh repented. They repented so much, the Bible says even the animals fasted. And they changed. And therefore, God repented from destroying them. You know what Jonah did? This is what I'm warning you, pastors. You that say you are Christians. This is why I'm warning you. Don't, don't practice Jonah's syndrome. Jonah now went and hid himself somewhere. And telling God, you got to destroy them. And he's saying to God, this is why I didn't want to come and preach to these people. Because you're a merciful God, you've got to destroy them. Uh, God said, what right have you to be mad, Jonah? What right have you to be mad? You know what God did to make Jonah come back to his senses? He removed the shade over him. He exposed him to his scorching heat and sun. If you don't repent, if you go and sit down expecting evil to happen, the Lord will remove the shade over you. And you will go through a scorching sun. A, a turbulent time. It does not going to be a national thing. It will be an individual thing. This is not the time to be pointing finger. This is the time to start to pray. This is the time we, we pastor must start to teach and preach on decency. On honesty, 
untruth, untreating people with respect. Pastors, I'm talking to you. I am one of you. I am a pastor too. I've been pastoring for 35 years. In between that, I work for a mission organization. But from beginning to today, I've pastored in 35 years. And I've preached the gospel in 75 countries in all the continents of the world. So I think I know what I'm saying when it comes to pastoring. This is the time for us, include, myself included, to start to teach and preach on decency, on honesty, on truth, on treating people with respect, <clears throat> on caring for the poor, on unity, on peace, on nation building. Yes, on the sanctity of life, both inside and outside the womb. We must preach on tolerance, agreeing to disagree, decorum, love. Those are the things that our Bible study must focus on. If we do these things, we will neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of Christ. And we will have peace in the country. It will not be difficult to bring the country together. I'm sorry to say, <clears throat> the politicians are the symptoms of the American problem. The preachers are the problem. I will say it again. You may not like it. I'm not here to play popularity contest. I am sent as a voice into this nation. The politicians are the symptoms of the problem of America. The pastors are the problem. Why would you say the pastors are the problem? We are the one molding the mind of the people. If we preach love, our people will be loving. If we preach decency, our people will be decent. But when we stand on our pulpit and we are pitching A against B in the name of the Lord... We are working for the devil in the name of Christ. We must stop it. We must stop it. We must honor God with what we say. We can't destroy the sinner that God has called us to go and reach. We are to reach them without becoming them. And I read from Genesis to Revelation... God never say we solve the problem of the world through politics. The gospel is the hope of every nation. When you pastors, including me, myself included, I'm not pointing fingers. When we begin to preach the love of God, when we begin to preach treating others with respect, when we begin to preach avoiding vulgar language, when we begin to preach being hospitable, when we begin to preach caring for the poor, when we begin to preach tolerance, when we begin to preach agreeing to disagree, when we begin to preach how to receive correction without putting people down, the nation will be healed. Believe me. We are the mind molders as pastors, as bishops, evangelicals, Catholic, 
Pentecostals, charismatic, every one of you, I'm talking to you as one of you. I'm like Nehemiah, we have all sinned. We pastors, we have sinned. And we need to repent. We need to go back to God and say, Lord, we sinned. Sheep don't tell the shepherd, this is where you should take me. We allow the sheep to tell the shepherd where to lead us instead of the shepherd leading the sheep. That's what we have gone through. And we make a mockery of, of the name of Christ. You may be angry with me. My God will reveal to you. I love you. That's why I'm telling you. I became an American citizen by choice, not because they are looking for me or they want to kill me where I'm coming from. I see the greatness of this land and I became a citizen. And I salute your courage. There is no country as great as America. I've been to China. I've preached in China. I've preached in Russia. I've preached in the Scandinavia. I've preached all over Europe and Africa, Middle East. There is no nation as great as United States of America. But what makes it grace, great is the people. When we all come together as one, let me read a passage for you. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 and 19. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was recon reconciling the world to himself, not imputing trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. God has given us an assignment, and the assignment is to preach reconciliation. Politicians will run to our churches when it is time for election, but pastors must stand for truth, for honesty, for decency, for things that will stand forever. If your truth yesterday is no longer relevant today, it's not a biblical truth. The Bible truth is relevant regardless of who is saying it. Let it be a lesson for us. I'll be right back. Thank you, Bishop. Once again, you have ministered the word powerfully. And listeners, we will be back with more in just a few moments, but first, these announcements. The Oil Change Service is a power-packed, anointed ministry service that will impact your life greatly. Join us for the first Oil Change Ministry Service with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on Friday, January 29th at 7 p.m. On Sundays, you can join us here at KCCC at 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m. for our in-person services and on Wednesdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. All services follow CDC guidelines. On Thursdays, our food bank is serving the community from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, contact us at 
In this new year, decide to give to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. It, it will make an impact on the lives of others. Go to adeajala.org and click on Donate. All donations are tax deductible. Bishop, that indeed was a very profound word that you gave us and one that we really needed to hear as we have entered into 2021. Bishop, what can we do to secure our position as believers as it relates to, as you so eloquently shared with us, the fact that we cannot destroy the center God has called us to reach and also regarding the Ministry of Reconciliation. Well, first we must always remember that we are saved by grace, not of works, so that no one can boast. We are saved by grace. Let me share with you, brothers and sisters, God is not mad at sinners, throwing them to, to hell because they are sinners. No. Sin issue has been taken care of by Christ on the cross. The reason people will go to hell is not because they sin, it's because they refuse to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. The sin issue, no matter your goodness, cannot, your good deeds cannot remove the pain and the penalty of sin. No matter how good you are, the Bible says you are still like a filthy rag. Only God can take care of it, and God took care of sin issue. Now, why would people now not go to heaven and go to hell? Because they refuse to accept Christ into their life, and they refuse to accept the work that Christ did to pay for their sin. Every one of us came to Christ. When Christ, if you look at the Bible, you will never see I will write your name in the book. It is always I will remove your name. Why? Because when Christ died on the cross, when he resurrected, all names show up in the book of life. Now what will keep your name in the book of life is to believe Christ. If you don't, the name is removed. The name is removed. The name is removed. Go and read it. We've got to realize that if we are going to preach reconciliation, we must first of all see ourselves that we are recipient of God's goodness and God's grace and that we are exposed to this truth is a favor that God has given to us even before the foundation of the world. And two, we must constantly carry a heart for the lost. People must come to Christ. That is our ministry. Remember, I cannot be the judge and the jury. I can be the preacher and the Holy Ghost at the same time. The gospel is the hope of every nation. Preach the gospel. And what, the, what is the gospel? The gospel is not because it's not that you are a sinner. There's no, there's no good news in telling me I'm a sinner. That's not the gospel. It is just an it is oh, eye opener. What is the good news? The good news is Christ has paid for your sin. You can come home now. You can come home now. 
You can be with God now. That's why it is called gospel, good news. There is no good news that you are sick. The good news is you are healed now. There is a way for healing now. Look at what is going on in the coronavirus. The good, the, there is no good news in the fact that there is coronavirus. But guess what? There is a good news. Vaccine is available. You see, you see, that's the same with the gospel. You must realize that there is a way for you to come out of a life of, of, of sin. It is already paid for. Don't sell yourself cheap. Your redemption cost God his only son. Don't sell yourself cheap. Your redemption cost God his only son. Don't run away from God. Run to God. When you miss it, don't run away. Run to him. He's waiting for you with arms wide open. He wants to carry you. He wants to tell you that I still love you even when you are down in your sin. The Bible says, for God commended his love towards us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see, when we come from that understanding and that mindset, it will not be difficult for us to reach out to people that don't believe what we believe. It is by grace you are saved. And not of works, lest no one can boast. It is by grace. And that same grace, God, Paul was writing, he said, you can grow in it. Grace, grow in grace. Show favor. Show kindness. Don't, 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 Think you become who you are because you are smart. I am what I am by the grace of God. You are who you are by the grace of God. That is the message of the church to the dying world. We cannot sit on the beamer seat of Christ, judgment seat of Christ, and be dishing out those who go to heaven, those who do That is religion. That's not Christianity. Many of us have substituted Christianity for religion and religion for Christianity. The people that Jesus was against most when he was here in the flesh were the religious people. Let's, let's, let's leave religion alone. Let's have a relationship with Christ. Let those that Christ died for, they might not yet come into Christ, be our, our concern. And we are praying for them. We are showing them love. We are showing them kindness. Let me give you an example. It's not new. A woman was caught in the act of adultery. Hear this. She was caught because they said, we caught her in the act. It takes two to commit that sin. If it is adultery, it takes two people, a man and a woman. But they brought the woman alone. They didn't bring the man. Because if she was caught, it means the man was there with her. But it was only the woman they brought. This selective way of doing things has always been even in the time of Christ. And they brought her to Jesus. And they said, we caught this woman, this very woman, in the very, very act. How did you know? How did you get there? And the law said, we should, we, should, we should stone her to death. What do you say? They were asking Jesus, testing him. 
Many of us as Christian leaders, we continue to test Christ with our sanctimonious attitude. And the truth is many of us have skeletons in our cupboard. If the truth be told, if God will expose all your own, all your own secrets too, you won't be able to be on that pulpit next week. Now, what did Jesus say? He started writing on the floor. He was writing. I don't know what he was writing, but some people say he was writing about the sin of each one of them that come in to look. I was not there. Now, the Bible didn't tell us. But, but then when she, he looked up, all of them were gone, all the accusers. And Jesus looked at the woman and he says, where are your accusers? And, and she said they were gone. And Jesus says, I do not condemn you either, but go and sin no more. I do not condemn you either, but go and sin no more. You know what Jesus is teaching us? Let's be compassionate. Let's be careful. Whatever we do, let our motive be is because the love of Christ he compels us to do it. Let's come down from the throne of judgment we have sat upon for these too many years and we have turned politics into kingdom culture and we have making a mockery of the gospel of love of Christ. Let's make Christ presentable again to the dying world that they will say, take me to your Jesus. I am, I am longing to know this Jesus that has made you an ordinary person to be so loving so kind, so gentle, non-judgmental. That's what people will know. That's what will bring people to church. Kingdom Connection, truly to God, we are growing. Not because we are beating people on the head, but because we are showing them the love of God. And you can do it too. Maybe you're already doing it. Praise God. Let's go to the next level of doing it. Let me pray for you now as I pray for the nation before I go. Father, I thank you for this nation. I thank you for giving us a new beginning. Lord, I'm asking that the new government, Lord, you will protect them, you will guide them. For the church in America, that we will rise up and become the voice of, 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 of hope and of faith. And Lord, and we will not destroy the people whom you die for, Christ, but we will be an agent of healing and reconciliation. Heal this land and cause your glory to shine. Let your blessing reign over America again and bring us back to that place of honor you've already placed this land. Till we meet again next week, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adeyajala is a radio ministry of Kingdom Connection Christian Center, the wealthy place where champions are raised. Join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and the Kingdom Connection Christian Center Church family for services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Fridays at 7 p.m., and Sundays. For more information, call 720-859-1737 or visit us at kccconline.org.